This episode was supported by Raheem Ishmael. Check the show notes to contact Raheem if you're looking for a financial advisor or a financial literacy educator. Hey, Jim Gang, it's your girl, Brittany B. And if you really love this podcast, make sure you join my Conversations with B community on Zippy Stream. This is how you can get my latest updates, special offers, and check out my bonus content all completely free. That's zip, zero, no charge to you, absolutely free. All you have to do is simply click my Zippy Stream link in any of the show notes, drop in your email address, and become a part of my community. It's simple as that. And while you're at it, why don't you share that link with a friend or two so they could join the community as well? And podcasters, check this out. If you already have a show or you're thinking about starting a show, why don't you start your own private community as well on Zippy Stream? Use my promo code Brittany and we both can receive exclusive marketing and promotion while building our community of listeners. For more information, visit www.zippystreams.com. Hi, I'm Brittany B, writer, self-love coach, founder of the Spiritual and Bougie Way, and host of Conversations with B podcast, a show filled with genuine conversations where inspiring people share timeless insight and experiences about finding their way and owning their journey to where passion and purpose met to create light and love in their lives. I believe you're listening because of divine destiny, and I know that today's show will lift, motivate, and lead you the spiritual and bougie way. Thank you for listening. Hey, 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 my spiritual and bougie gems. Welcome to another episode of Conversations with B Podcast. I'm so excited today to be interviewing none other than Ms. Deetra Hester. She's a life coach just like myself, and we've connected through Instagram, and I've learned so much about her platform, More In Youth. Deetra, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. I'm so happy you reached out to me. It was confirmation that God places the right people in your life at the right time. So, Deetra, can you tell the gym gang a little bit more about More In You? So, More In You is a concept that dropped in my spirit when I was trying to find my purpose. Because for a while, I really didn't know who I was, and but I thought I did. So, um, during <laughs> that time, relate. <laughs> right? <laughs> I thought I did, but, um, during that time when I was seeking God, just to get to know God better, that's when I realized that I really didn't know who I was in him. And during a time of meditation and prayer, I heard, uh, the words, there is more in you drop in my spirit. And all of that, all that means is that no matter what you're going through, no matter what you've been through, 
God is still in you. So there's more in you. So there's nothing mm. stopping you. There's nothing that is too hard for you because God is in you. So I love it's that. Just an unlimited I love supply. That. I love that. I love that. And I love how you put it into words. It dropped into your spirit. I love that. I, oh my goodness. I love it because I didn't think about it like that. And I've been on, you know, I was looking at your page and been on your website, but to hear you say it, it really brought it all together and painted that picture. Yes, there is more in you because it's the God in you. I love it. So, right. you know, the spiritual and bougie way that's my platform and it's all about connecting your passion to your purpose and finding your way on on your journey right can you tell mm -hmm. me a little bit how you a little bit about how you owned your journey when you were finding your purpose so i am a pretty ambitious person so i've had to really work hard to balance that so i was going for it but i know that even in going for it, you can't do anything without God. So I always tried to partner with God as I was trying to, to understand what my purpose was. So there was like books that I was reading. I was attending church. I was connecting with other people that was going on the same journey. And through all of that, that's when I really started to discover what was in me because people would, would speak into me and tell me things that I didn't even realize that were there. And that really okay. helped. So when did you know your purpose? I knew my purpose. I was in, attending a church. Um, it was my best friend's church um, at the time. And I joined that church and through their training, I started to understand um, about spiritual gifts. Um, I think I really went a little deeper than their training, but it was just, that's when the, the concepts were introduced to me about that you could actually have spiritual gifts. So um, during that time I was going to that church and then I was also in a program studying counseling. So it was like a mixture between the two. So it was like some practical stuff and then some spiritual stuff that led me to understanding that my, who my, my purpose is in Christ ultimately. But practically speaking, there are certain gifts that I have and there's a combination of gifts that helps me to do certain things better than some. So that being said, that's like my natural gift. So I'm a natural encourager. I'm a person that people talk to and just open up. I found like, even though I may not know a person, they'll just feel led to just share a lot of their history, personal stuff that they never tell anybody. And um, that is not by accident and it's not by mistake. And I'm never like stumped up on what they say. I really, God gives me a word to respond, to encourage them and to uplift them, to help them achieve their goals with like, like strategy and plans and that is a gift uh, because what I've noticed is that there are people that really just do not have that gift like you really may not want to talk to certain people if you are having a bad day <laughs> because um, you might end up feeling worse so Disha let me ask you this you could have taken your spiritual gifts and your natural inclinations to you know to help people and and be a thought a thought part a thought partner <laughs> with mm -hmm. people 
you could have been a minister. You could have said, let me be a teacher. You could have said, let me be a consultant, a therapist. You chose coaching. Why coaching? I actually chose all the things. So <laughs> I technically am a teacher. Um, I'm a teacher and I coach at work as well. I work um, wow, at me too. A, yeah, I heard you. Yeah, I was like, yeah, we're basically twins when I was listening to your story. But um, I work at a dropout recovery school. So I run um, youth programs at that school. So I'm a coach at the school and I'm also an English teacher. And then in regards to the counseling, I did pursue counseling, but when we were like in the training portion, there was a few reasons why I didn't actually follow through with um, the counseling certification, but um, I did actually pursue counseling. And during that time, I found that I had some stuff I still needed to be healed from at that time. So it was like hard to dig into their emotional trauma when I still had, you know, now I could do something like that as far as pursuing counseling. Another thing is I did not like the fact that you had to diagnose people um, or to bill, you had to diagnose them. So you had to give them an adjustment disorder, you had to give them something or you couldn't bill for that. So I didn't really like the way that counseling was set up. And then also I was kind of worried about like my personal, like protecting my space because when you, if you got a client coming in with depression, then you got to dig into the history of that trauma and things like that. And I don't think I was ready for it at the time. So I was like, what I do want to do is help people achieve their goals. Despite the obstacles, I just want to kind of focus on their actions. And when I found out about coaching, that's when I was like, oh, great. Like I can pursue being a coach because that way I don't have to dig as deep into trauma. I can send them to a counselor for that, but I can get them started on pursuing their goals despite everything that they've been through. So it just kind of, it kind of worked out that way. But I have like, I have experience in most of the things that you mentioned. So yeah. A Jill of all trades. Yes. Yes. As you were speaking, you know, I noticed that you said, for a lot of reasons you decided not to follow through and some of those reasons had to deal with you know having to unpack the emotional violations that people experience but i was wondering what other challenges did you have to deal with with realizing your passion with realizing it i think the biggest thing for me was confidence because if you have no experience with something and plus the coaching field was new, cause this is like just about 10 years. This is a solid 10 years ago now <laughs> when I, from when I started and people didn't even know what a coach was. So the fact that I didn't really have much experience and I was younger then, then I just didn't really have the, the level of confidence that I needed to really be as successful as um, one could be in this field. So you've got to believe just like you're, <laughs> I know people cannot see you, but I can see you. So she's got a, a shirt that says, just believe. Like that was one of my catchphrases at the very beginning. 
is that I would say there's more in you just believe it because I really was struggling with believing that I could do anything through Christ who strengthened me. Yes, yes. And, you know, they say every coach needs a coach. So as I'm mm-hmm. listening to you, I'm like, God is her coach. Jesus is her coach. So you on the winning team, baby. Yes. Yeah, I had a, I read a book about that. And when I started, that's what I really wanted to do. I'm getting back to what my vision, really wasn't my vision, the vision that God gave me because in the beginning, that's what he was saying, like teach people how to partner with me so that I could be their coach because the coach is not always going to be there. Like the physical coach, like when you, it's at the midnight hour and you really got to press in and get some stuff done, your coach may not, you know, may not be available. So you have to be able to coach either yourself or you got to have that relationship with God to where he is your coach. Yes, yes, yes. I love it. So now, you know, we, we talked about more in you and you share your journey in, in the more, more in you process. But now I want to talk about you, Deetra, mm-hmm. as the woman. What hey. is your why? <laughs> Um, My why as a woman is to give glory to God, to um, really, and it's taken me a while to get to this point because I mentioned earlier that I was very ambitious and I didn't know at the time that (laughs) there's really a scripture that speaks to that, but I'm not going to go into that specific scripture, but you got to be careful about being ambitious for your own um, sake, not because God doesn't want you to um, succeed, but because He wants to give you everything, meaning that He wants to give you natural things, but He also wants to give you spiritual things even more. So, if you get too caught up in the natural things in this world that everybody um, in that everybody really uh, aspires to have, then sometimes you lose sight of that the fact that God is wanting to build your character first and foremost and make you become more like Christ first and foremost. So you really have to partner with God. So for me, now my why is definitely to give glory and honor to God so that when people see me, they don't just see Dietra, they wonder how did she get that way? And I can give credit to God instead of them just seeing this woman and they think that I just did it because I definitely didn't just do it alone. Like it was definitely God that makes me shine. I love that. I love that. So in that, in you being a coach, an educator, a, you know, a woman, a role model, all of these different layers of you, when you strip down and it's just you just you and God, how do you love yourself? How do you love on you? What does your self-love look like? Everything goes through God. Everything goes through God. So God is love. So that being said, when I think of loving myself, I think that I am required to love myself because he loves me. So how could the audacity of me not to love the temple that he has blessed me with to be a good steward of? So I have 
I have a reasonable service. Like the most, the, the least I could do is to take care of my mind and renew it with his word, to take care of my body because it is a temple and to take care of my soul because, you know, my spirit, he rests in me. So I, I love myself by doing the things that he tells me to do, which is to stay in his word, to stay healthy, to, to watch what goes, uh, what, watch what I see, watch what I hear, watch what I'm around, because I have, I've been instructed to be wise and to protect myself and my temple. Because if I don't do those things, then there are consequences for that. So I always keep that in mind that, that God tells us to do things in a certain way because he wants to protect us because he loves us. So I've learned how to love myself through how God loves me. Yes, when you, when you spoke about your reasonable service, it made me think about a passage that I read in Joyce Meyer's Confident Woman devotional. And she was saying, if God has plans to prosper you, if God has plans to give you the desires of your heart, if God said, I didn't realize how many times the word confident was mentioned in the Bible. If God decrees and declares that you be confident, then who are you to have fear? Who are you to not trust? Who are you to lack esteem? And I like how you put that into words. It was your reasonable service. So it's our reasonable service to, you know, just believe. Just it's our please. reasonable service to go out and see ye first God's counsel in being ambitious or in, in, in making dreams become reality or anything that we do. We have no right to hold ourselves back because it's our birthright to prosper. So I, I love that. I really love mm -hmm. how you love on you. And, you know, most, cause most people, when, when I ask them, well, how do you love yourself? Cause you know, I'm all about self-love. I'm a self-love yeah. coach. And a lot of people's answers are different. You know, some people's answers are just like, I put my phone on, do not disturb for a couple of hours mm -hmm. and I just rest or whatever. Some people's answers you know are bubble baths nails done and different things like that I think you were one of the first people I've asked that question and your answer was by serving God you know and that's still a form of worship you know yeah. uh, loving yourself because God loves you that's your form of worship that's a form of worship so I love that that's how you love yourself that's so yeah. beautiful Dietrich. I do all those other things too <laughs> we all do we all do, <laughs> do all say, I, that, you know uh gems you guys can't see her but she has her makeup and her lashes on and her lipstick is popping so i know mm -hmm. she's a girl that loves herself and knows how to care on herself so let's yeah i just am a beauty enthusiast that's what all this is about i just love <laughs> i'm studying to be a makeup artist i told you i do all the things so I'm practicing. That's what this oh, is. Oh, wow. Well, you're doing a wonderful job. Thank you. <laughs> yes, I love it. I love it. So, so let me ask you this question. So with more in you, what was the turning point to where you went from, okay, God, you're giving me all of this insight. I feel led to help others by serving you. 
where did it go from just, you know, like the inkling or, you know, you just walking into your purpose, finding your passion. So, you know, you got books, you got a website, you got your pay, you got clients. Like what was, what was the turning point in building your, your business? That was a hard question for me because I feel like it's every year I reevaluate. So honestly, I I said to myself, it was years ago. I said, when I get to the point to where um, people are interviewing me or I'm sharing my story or they're interested in coaching and things like that, I'm going to tell the truth. So I'm not going to make it appear as if I am on this level where I am not. Like for me, this has been a lifestyle that has evolved for me. So I'm always doing something. So lately it's been where I'm, I'm going back to it being a ministry more than it, it, it is a business. Cause okay. I tried that. I tried, I tried so hard, <laughs> like as hard as I possibly could. And it just didn't fit for me. Um, I started with in my early 20s, I started as a ministry, but I really just couldn't completely grasp everything. Like, how am I going to do all of this? Because I think really big and I, you know, I got kind of got overwhelmed by it. Um, I did where I did some like contracting. So my job title was literally life coaching um, at one point. And I did work with disadvantaged families because that's what I wanted to do. Then I was like, well, I do want to make a little bit of money. And then I also want to coach still. So maybe I need to change my clientele. And I, I, I attempted to do that. That was a fail overall. Like I learned from I failed forward, but it was a fail overall because I just couldn't res like the business coaches didn't resonate with me because I would have a client that's like, oh, I got to pick between paying you and my electric bill and times they were not the right client. But I felt like the people that I was drawn to the most, those were those type of, I just wanted to help that type of part, like people that was just going through it. So it just didn't fit. Like they're like, well, teacher, you can't pick clients that don't have the money to pay you, ma'am. So, <laughs> um, so that being said, like now more recently, like nearly uh, around the 10 year mark, I'm to the point to where I'm going back to the beginning in the beginning, it was just, it was a ministry. What I wanted to do from the beginning, what was on my heart from God was to offer pro bono coaching. Um, so like, and then if they wanted to continue after that, then they could, and they would pay for those services. But I wanted to have um, more of a nonprofit approach to it versus the profit approach. So I'm not sure if I answered that you did, you did, but <laughs> it was that hard. Yes, yes. It was basically your turning point in your business when you stopped trying to build a business and went back to the ministry. Yeah, mm -hmm. you, yeah. And I'm still in the process of that. So this year I'm doing a support group. So I started the support group last year. So I have, um, I had did some, some work with the girls at school for, I call that the level up support group for the girls between 16 and 21 for the adults. And I probably will just incorporate some of the teenagers or young adults with that one too. That's the more you support group for women. And um, so I'm doing like a monthly 
thing uh, with them. So that's that's kind of and as far as um, the free coaching, I've just got to figure out how do I, I, I technically I, I offer it now, but I'm not like pushing it um, because it is like I can only take a certain amount of people, you know. And I'm like a little nervous if I put that out there. Like I don't want. <laughs> to. Well, that's that. That's that business scaling and that's that planning. So yeah. we all, all of us entrepreneurs have experienced, definitely experienced that. So I know um, that resonates with me very much. So I've had to reel it in because I have so much going on and so many things mm-hmm. I want to do, and I have to like really, really set out and and plan for those things to happen but you know I do want to know you talked about some books that you read earlier Mm -hmm. and I'd want to continue on in that vein so what books or people influenced your growth and and why so the purpose-driven life was huge Um, so that was that one, I, I definitely early on. So if, if a person's struggling with their purpose, I think that book helps a lot to simplify things for you. Um, I know I'm missing some, but the five love, love languages, not so much for purpose, but because I love like relationships. So I do um, talk about um, relationships in my podcast a lot and I've always, I've written on relationships. So it's always kind of been a part of my thing um, because I, this is in my book as well where I talk about um, fighting the wrong fight and things like that. So when you start to understand your love language and, and understand yourself better, then it helps you to uh, believe in yourself um, when it comes to having a successful relationship. Yeah, so, I, um... You know, I was introduced to Gary Chapman's book by someone I was in a relationship with. So Mm -hmm. the first one I think I read was like the five love languages for married couples. And I was like, oh, okay, you know, like I get it. This is a good one. And then I read the five love languages for singles, thinking it was like a book about dating. But I was so pleased to, to learn from that book. And it was about all relationships, relationships with your parents, relationships with your mm-hmm. siblings, relationships with your coworkers. And it did, it really did uncover and help me understand more about my love language and how I love and what shaped it and mm-hmm. formed it even better than the one for married couples. And then, you know, they have the one for children the one for teens and everything like that so that whole series that collection of books that's a good read i would um recommend to anyone so i, I really yes loved it. And i thought it i was like oh my gosh she has one of my favorite <laughs> books in there yeah and of course i, I mean have i'm sure there was so life many. and the journal that goes with that as well too there were so many but those are the ones that just like popped up in my head where i'm like those are influential do you have a mentor or a- yeah I definitely have a mentor. Her name is Miss Ella Coleman. She um, was or is the publisher of Purpose Magazine, and she's had that for years. Um, so she built an entire brand around purpose. So I was definitely all about purpose for 
a really, really, really long time. You gotta so, be, you gotta be. Yeah, I was. Uh, I think it kind of turned into like a cliche with the purpose driven life kind of thing um, over the years. But I, I met her I, when I wrote the book. I didn't have a mentor. I had people at church. So, um, but they, I feel like it was different. Like you want to find somebody that, that can help you do what they've done, you know? So there was people at church, but they hadn't written books. Like they weren't a coach, you know what I mean? Like they weren't doing what I was doing. So, um, when I found her that helped a lot, but the, the different pastors and different ministries that helped a lot too, but she's like my main, you know, go-to mentor. So let me ask you about your book. Can you tell us a little bit about your book? And then can you tell us where to find you and keep up with more in you coaching? So uh, my book is basically about that spiritual journey that is common to pretty much everyone. Everyone that's read it saying, oh my gosh, I've went through this. I'm going through that. I totally can relate to the different um, it just takes you through that, like your journey that you're going to go through. I find myself looking back in my own book. It's kind of, it sounds crazy, but like when <laughs> I go through things, for example, sometimes if you are a believer and you want to do things when God wants you to do it, you'll ask yourself, is it the right time? So I'll go back and say, okay, like, let's let, let me read some of the stuff <laughs> that are, cause sometimes the anxiety will pick up and you just get excited about doing something and you want to do it, but you have to, you know, partner with God and make sure that you're not just doing something out of season. So it, it just basically goes through just that process of the road in between. Because when I wrote it, that's what I was thinking about. I was like, well, everybody's talking about being successful, but what about those of us that are just on the road to success? We don't necessarily consider ourselves at the pinnacle of success. Like, I made it. Can't believe <laughs> I made it. You know, we don't feel like we are there, but we're just on the road. So what about that process? So that's what the book is about. It is on Amazon, but I did get married. So um, I have to like change the the name and everything I haven't updated my name on my uh, website or my book but that's what the book is about and it's actually if you go to the website you can download a portion of it for free um, I saw that and I did yeah 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 <laughs> I'm yeah. always trying to figure out how can I give because that's just the kind the market that I desire to serve is those that were like me, like where I may not have had a lot of money, but I wanted to improve. I wanted to level up, but I'm like, I don't make six figures. So, you know, when I was younger, I'm thinking like, I don't make six figures. So how am I going to have the money to go to school to pay this coach? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is the most. So I just have a heart for, you know, making sure that people that don't necessarily have a budget for personal development, um, they can still partake in what God has put into me. I love that. I love that. And that's what makes more in you so special because, you know, you chose the ministry over the money. 
And yeah. I know that because of that, God is showing you favor, continue favor over your life because it's about helping people. And I think people know and they're aware that they, you know, need help and they want to be accountable for making change in their lives, but they just don't know how. And the first thing they think about, oh, I have to hire, you know, mm-hmm. a coach or I have to go to therapy and I have to do those things. So they get intimidated because of the money. So because you decided to go pro bono and provide your services and just extend yourself, that shows that you're in your divine purpose. Yes, yes. Yeah, so, they they can find me at More and You Coach. So if they're looking um, just to get some encouragement. That's what I was just about to ask. So tell us yeah. where they can find you to get this help. So you're yes. on IG and Twitter. Yes, I, I'm on IG a little more than Twitter. We all are. <laughs> it's like Twitter is hard for me to get into it. I'm trying to start tweeting, but it's just, but I am at More and You Coach on both um, IG and Twitter. I'm on Facebook. There's two pages with my picture, but you know, that's the Facebook drama. But if you go to the link in my Instagram profile, you'll find the right Facebook because okay. I locked out of my old Facebook and okay. then I'm also on YouTube um at Dietra Hester um and LinkedIn Dietra Hester and um for YouTube I I post things if you just want to know the real like what's really going on <laughs> that's kind of um I had fun on YouTube um talking about like I did uh I called it transformation confessions because um I'm all about being real and quit I'm like these people out here pretending like they're more successful than they are like please stop (laughs) (laughs) um transformation confessions it tells it talks about um what I had I have been experiencing with the fasting lifestyle so um, people that are really interested in that, I have a beauty boss chronicles where as when I was talking about earlier with the makeup artistry and stuff like that and hair and just beauty stuff, I'll post about that. And then my podcast, I'll post um, those on there as well. But the your podcast, podcast is named yeah. Love Lessons. Yes. Yes. Because I, I followed your podcast on um, iTunes. So it was Love, Love Lessons podcast. Mm-hmm. But her website is more in you coaching with ing okay and because i because I, I typed in more in you coach for your website and i was like wait a minute and the email came back to me and then mm-hmm. I, looked at it and I said oh i forgot the ing so i wanted to make sure that my listeners knew that when they're looking for you so before I let you go, I have to do you the way I do all my guests because I love you <laughs> all the same. I do have my empowering question card and here's yours. And it says, am I doing more of the things that keep me alive or more of the things that make me feel alive? What makes me feel alive? Dietra? what makes you feel alive? Well, I sound like a Bible thumper, but it's because (laughs) what makes me feel being (laughs) alive is my connection with source, God, Christ. Like that's 
what makes me feel alive. So when I don't hear God and I don't feel connected, I just don't feel right because he is my friend, you know? So, and it's been for such a young age for me that it just feels weird. You know, it's like not talking to your best friend um, if I don't hear the voice of God throughout the day, um, somehow, presence, some way. Presence yeah, the, the presence. That, that's, that's what I was looking for. That's really what makes me feel alive. It's the presence of the Lord. Thanks for helping me out with that. <laughs> we, <laughs> I feel we all we got. Yeah, so yeah. for you, you are doing the things that keep you alive and the things that make you feel alive all in one. So that's mm -hmm. a blessing. Because many it of us not say that. Yes, yes. It is. Um, and this was a very encouraging uh, podcast because I, to hear me say this, I, I haven't always been here. So it's just, I'm grateful that I can even talk the way that I'm talking now because it's been a process. Yes, <laughs> That's what that book is about. And, we, and, it's a, and it's supposed to be a process, right? Mm -hmm. So, and we've all been through the process and we have to be, you know, bold and sharing that process. And that's why I made conversations with B. So people like you and I, just mm -hmm. like my listeners, we share our stories, we share our journey. And in that transparency, in this genuine conversation, provide some insight, right? And, mm -hmm. and, and let a, inspire a person to gain confidence so they can take their step on their journey. So I'm so excited that we were able to connect and you were able to yeah. share your story. And I know that it will fall on the ears that are ready to listen and the ears that they, are, they was meant to listen. Thank you so much for joining me. I have thoroughly enjoyed this conversation with B and Deetra Hester. Thank you, Queen. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. For more information about my guests, please review the show notes. To connect with me or join the Spiritual and Bougie Gym Gang, visit www.thespiritualandbougieway.com. To support this podcast, remember, all you have to do is join my Zippy Stream community. Subscribe, share, follow, and tell a friend. Until next time, I'm sending you peace, power, and positivity to keep living the spiritual and bougie way. Remember, you can be spiritual and you can be bougie, but above all else, be you.